بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين ثم الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين حبيب إله العالمين بالقاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى أهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى محمد وعجل فرجهم والعناداءهم Respected brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. I have the honor of being amongst you with another episode of Unraveling Dua Al-Ahad. We are on the ninth episode. If you remember, we start talking about Rajah uh, and return uh, because these segments of Dua Al-Ahad is bringing our attention to, uh, to this belief which is based in Quran. We read in this dua in the following segments. Allah, if death that you have made inevitably and certainly incumbent upon your servant stand between me and him, then please do take me out of my grave using my shroud as dress, unsheathing my sword, holding my lance in my hand, and responding to the call of the caller who shall announce his advent in urban areas and desert. So, as we mentioned in the previous week, and we did mention some of the verses of the Holy Quran, Raja and return is part of the belief of Shia, which unfortunately some non-Shia mock us for this belief. And uh, some even argue that due to us believing in Raja, due to us believing in intercession of Ahlul Bayt Shafa'a, due to us believing in Ahlul Bayt to be the wasila of Allah, and means to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are kafir. Well, we did bring some verses within the Holy Quran uh, about raja and re- returning from death that happened in the previous nations. We mentioned those verses. There are, uh, there's another verse in the Holy Quran, chapter 27, verse 83, which talks about returned uh, during the time of reappearance of Imam al-Mahdi and Akhir al-Zaman, end of time. In this chapter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَيَوْمَ نَحْشُرُ مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ فَوْجًا مِمَّنْ يُكَذِّبُ بِآيَاتِنَا فَهُمْ يُزَعُونَ The day we shall resurrect from every nation a group. Brothers and sisters, when we read the Holy Quran, we must pay attention to the detail and the words of the Holy Quran. We cannot just read and walk past every verse quickly. No, we need to ponder and think about every verse. Ahlul Bayt have taught us to think and ponder and try to understand what every verse of the Holy Quran is talking about. It says, the day we shall resurrect from every nation a group of those who denied our signs and they shall be held in check. One day, a person came to Imam al-Baqir Back in that day, uh, people of Iraq 
and those who followed, uh, they denied Raja'ah. Qultu uh, yes, they were non-Shia and they were denying Raja'ah. Imam says, Am I Al-Quran? Don't they read Quran? And then he read chapter 27, verse 83, that we just read. Imam said, if, how can they deny Raja'ah? Uh, and even though they read this verse again, chapter 27, verse 83. So that shows that from resurrect, the day that we shall resurrect from every nation, a group. And Abi and Ibn Abi Umar, one of very, very close companions of Imam Sadiq and Hamad and Abi Abdullah, Imam Sadiq narrates. What do Imam asked? What do people uh, in here? Nas means the non Shia. What do the non Shia basically say about this verse, chapter 27, verse 83? He said, I replied to Imam Sadr that the non-Shia interpretate this verse that Allah says the day we shall resurrect from every nation a group. The non-Shia, they say, well, this is about day of Qiyamah, day of judgment. Imam said, this is not the way you should interpretate Quran. This is not the meaning of the verse. This verse Imam said is referring to Raj'ah, coming back to life in this world. And that Raj'ah begins with the reappearance of Imam al-Zaman. Then Imam continued, min kulli ummatin fawja? Imam says, do they believe that on the day of judgment from uh, Allah will resurrect from every nation a group? Or no, on the day of judgment, everyone will be resurrected. Again, the verse is very clear, brothers and sisters. This is very important for us to pay attention when we read Quran. Allah says, the day we shall resurrect from every nation a group. How can this be on the day of judgment where everybody will be resurrected? So Imam says, uh, will it, Allah will resurrect from every nation a group and he will leave every uh, rest of the people However, the verse that talks about Qiyamah is Imam reads chapter 18, verse 47. And the day on which we will cause the mountains to pass away and you will see the earth, a leveled plain, and we will gather them and leave not any one of them behind. Surah Al-Kah, Allah says, we will gather them and leave not any one of them behind. Imam says, this is about Qiyamah. Not the verse that we just read in chapter 27, verse 83. So Imam said, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about when he talks about Raja'ah. These are the verses that we have to... So, when we read the Holy Quran with this lens that we're trying to understand what exactly Quran is telling us. When I read chapter 27, verse 83, Allah says, we shall resurrect from every nation a group. And then I read in chapter 18, verse 47, that Allah says, we will gather them and leave not any one of them behind. I know that this is, these two verses are talking about two different times. One is about time that Allah will resurrect from every nation a group. 
and the other one that everybody will be resurrected. Another verse that talks about Raja'ah. Again, many days and many hours we can speak about Raja'ah, but we just bring this one more verse and couple of hadith and then we'll continue with Dua Al-Ahad because this is part of our belief. If I don't believe in Raja'ah and I read this Dua, well, it doesn't make sense that oh Allah, if death comes and stands between me and his reappearance, then bring me back to alive if I don't believe in Raja'ah. Quran in chapter 40, Surah Ghafir, verse 11 says, uh, there are people who say, قَالُوا رَبَّنَا أَمَتَّنَا إِثْنَتَيْنِ وَأَحْيَيْتَنَا إِثْنَتَيْنِ فَاعْتَرَفْنَا بِذُنُوبِنَا فَحَلْ إِلَىٰ خُرُوجٍ مِنْ سَبِيلٍ They will say, our Lord, you have caused us twice to die and you have given us life twice. So we now confess our guilty deeds. Is there then any way for going out? When we came to this world, Allah gives us one life. And when we die, that's one death. And here says, our Lord, you have caused us twice to die. Meaning we come back again. There are some people who will come back to this world and they will. So that will be their second life and they will die again. That will be their second death. So in this world, again, there are some people who will live twice. They will come back to this. They will live in this world twice. Once when they were born as a kid, as an infant and they grew up and they died and then they will come back alive again and they will die. These are a couple of verses that we thought it would be good to talk about Raja'ah and this belief of the Shia which is backed in uh, the Holy Quran. Then we look, let's look at two narrations from Imam Sadiq salam. First, what he says, أول من تنشق الأرض عنه ويرجع إلى الدنيا الحسين بن علي. The first Imam to come back alive for the earth to open and for him to come back to this dunya again is Imam Hussein alayhi salam. Where after the uh, death of Imam al Mahdi and his martyrdom, it will be Imam Hussein alayhi salam that will, uh, that will shroud him and ghusl him and bury him. And then Imam Ali السلام, and Imam Hassan, all the Imams of Ahlul Bayt and their close companions, they will come back to life again. Salman will come back to this world. Abu Adhar al Ghafari will come back to this world. They will come alive. Ashab al Kahf, the people of Cave, they will come back to this world. And Imam says, This is in the book Muqtasar al Basair, page 107. Imam says, Raja, return coming back to life is not for everybody. No, it's for specific people. It's for those best of the best of the best of believers who faith has encompassed them and completely they were faith, they had faith in them. And those who were completely disbelievers and they were uh, mushrik. These two groups of people will come back again. Another hadith in Bihar Anwar, Qala li Abu Abdullah, Imam Sadr alayhi salam says, awwal man yarja. Imam Hussein will come back to life and he will rule the world. And he will rule this world for a very, very, very long time to a point that his eyebrows will come and will cover his eyes and it will get to the point that he has to wrap his eyebrows around his head. So 
then again with every imam their close companions will come back and the enemies of that imam also will come back alive this is part of raj'ah i think this was enough to talk about raj'ah and our belief in raj'ah let us continue with other segments of this du'a then we read allahumma arina at-tal'ata rashida i'm going back to du'a al-ahad allah please do show me his magnificent mean so when i read this du'a and when i read this segment that's wal-ghurrat al-hamida and wallah show me his praiseworthy forehead and delight my eyes by letting me have a look at him within these three segments how does it shape our decision making during the day you and i we use our eyes a lot we see a lot of things everywhere on our social media when we go to work when we go to school on our phone our laptops and everything we see a lot of things when i read this dua every day inshallah i'll pray that all of us we get the chance to read this dua every day at least once in our lifetime for 40 days and inshallah that becomes a routine that we read it after every hour salah i know i sh- get i will get to this understanding that i must keep my sight and insight pure to be able to see his magnificent mean if i have committed haram with my eyes and if i have seen things that i suppose not to see well guess what my eyes will not have the blessings of seeing the imam of our time he is the purest of the pure i must always be in the condition of purifying myself to receive his light my heart my insight and my sight i must keep keep them clean and purify in order for Allah to show me his magnificent mean and his praiseworthy forehead and for Allah to delight my eyes by letting me have a look at him. So my eyes need to be purified to be able to see him. You see how reading this dua reshapes my decisions about what to do and what not to do, what to see and what not to see, what to hear and what not to hear, and haram and halal and wajibat and so on and so forth. I have to be very careful, brothers and sisters, with my social media, when I go to work, when I go to school, when I see the opposite gender, I have to be very careful that I will not have lustful and desireful uh, sight of the opposite gender. It's very important to keep this in mind. Then we continue. You see, all of these are action plans. Every segment of this dua, we can drive an action plan to make sure we become closer and closer to an individual who Imam al-Zaman will be happy with him or her. After all of this, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَعَجِّلْ فَرَجَهُ And please, expedite his relief. وَسَهِلْ مَخْرَجَهُ Make his reappearance easy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are part of the du'as that we ask Allah within du'a al-Ahd. After we praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all that we read, these are stuff that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah and clear a spacious space for him. And guide me to follow his course. So during the occultation of Imam al-Mahdi, I must be practicing following his course. So when his reappearance, inshallah, I'll be there. I am ready to accept all of his command. And it's very important for me to practice 
this following right now? And one might say, well, how do I know what Imam Zaman wants from me? Well, whatever he wants from me is within the teachings of Rasulullah, Quran, Amir al-Mumineen, and the rest of Ahl al-Bayt Imam al-Mahdi will have the same teachings of Rasulullah. He will bring the same teachings of the Holy Quran and the same teachings, same teachings of Amir al-Mumineen, Fatima al-Zahra, Imam Hassan, and the rest of Ahl al-Bayt. So if I want to be amongst those people who will follow his course during his uh, reappearance, I must practice it now. I cannot be careless about my actions and do whatever I want to do. No, there are means that I have to keep in mind. And give success to his issues. And Allah confirm his strength. And Allah construct your lands through him. And revive your servants through him. Why? Because for you have said, untrue are your words. Corruption has appeared in the land and the sea. So let me ask my let me ask this question for myself. Within my action, do I add to this corruption? Or am I amongst those people who are trying to remove as much corruption as as they can? As though within the Holy Quran, Allah says, Allah doesn't put on our burden more than we can bear. So my action, my personality, my decisions, whatever I do in my life, do I add to this facade and corruption on earth? Or as much as I can, I am trying to remove these corruptions. As much as I can. Again, as little I can take, as smaller, small step that I can take, toward uh, bringing peace and removing corruption and facade from the earth. How does the facade comes to existence? On an account of what the hands of men have wrought. So it is us people who we are bringing corruption to this world. Then we ask, So Allah, please show us your vicegerent. And the son of your prophet. And the namesake of your messenger. I hope that these segments of dua that we have read and the actions plan uh, that we have given until now will be helpful uh, to guide myself first and uh, share with the rest of the brothers and sisters. And inshallah, we will continue in the next episode. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the blessing of Allah, by His mercy, by the blessing of Quran and Al-Bayt to hasten the appearance of our beloved Imam, Imam Mahdi, Ajalallahu Ta'ala, Tarajahu Sharif, wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa alihi tayyibina tahirin. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad wa ajjil farajahum.